Hey everyone, before we get started, I wanted to gently remind you again that our listener survey is still up. Uh, you can find a link to it in the show notes. It is only 20 questions long, uh, and we, we'd appreciate it if you could take the time to fill it out. It'll help us get to know you a little bit better. Uh, and Vince and I, we, we find ourselves in a position where we want and can uh, make more things for y'all. And the survey will help us get an idea of what kind of things y'all would want us to do. I am leaning towards, you know, doing some macrame tutorials. <coughs> and I think Vince is on board. I, I think we're going to go that way, unless you guys tell us something different. It's going to be macrame, like, top to bottom, you know, all the way down. It's nothing but macrame. But if you take the survey, we'll, we might do something different. I don't know. I'll have to see the results. Um, so please, please take a few moments of your time uh, to click the link in the show notes, take the survey. It's super anonymous. Uh, and again, thank you all for your support all these months or years, no matter how long you've been listening. Uh, keep fighting and on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It is the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the entire universe. and is where myself and Vince get together. Well, before we do that, we watch an episode of Dragon Ball because we're trying to watch every episode of Dragon Ball. And then we get together to discuss what we watched and we have a fun time. And those fun times and conversations uh, lead us into improvised comedic scenes for your listening pleasure. It is an audio experience unlike any other, and we are so glad you are here with us. But, 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 but. don't cross that velvet rope just yet. You will. There's plenty of room. Our max capacity is infinity. But but before we start this party, we gotta. Uh, I'm pulling at my imaginary collar. We're we gotta clean up a little bit. They, it, it's not quite ready to have guests over, and we do that in a little segment we call Kame Housekeeping," getting new listeners, old listeners, ready and caught up and ready for the action ahead. And the first part of Kame Housekeeping" is the UN-sanctioned one minute roundup. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Uh, I believe you're staking a claim on ground that's already been claimed by me. Took, 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 sorry, just putting the sign that says, owned by me, Clarence. What were you saying again? Oh, I see what you did there. Well, I'm just going to... Right in front of that sign, I put a sign that says owned by Terrence. Uh, wait, wait, I, you, no one can read my sign. They won't know I own this land. Ah, because I now own this land. Because I, as I told you once before, I staked my claim on it and it is mine. Well, I just so happen to have a pot of paint here and a paintbrush. Oh, hey, hey. See now. how easily I turn it. Uh, 
Terrence into a Clarence. Now, what you did to that T was downright disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You made it into two letters somehow. Dur- dur- near erased it. All right, well, look at here, look at here. I-, I got something that might fix this whole situation right here and now. I, I, ooh, a blanket, and I drape it over said painted sign. And what does what? it say there? Blanket. Woven it, woven property, in the blanket. <laughs> property of Clarence. No, Terrence, no! Yes! Ha-ha! Oh. That's right, I replaced the... I knew you were going to pull this trick. All all Terrences are like this. (laughs) (laughs) And see. Terrences, you know who you are. We love you, baby. Hey, (laughs) All you Terrences out there, this scene scene does not (laughs) indicate the feelings (laughs) of every Terrence by Common House Party. We understand the Terrences of the world are varied and... And honestly, pretty cute, I'm sure. Yeah. Nuanced. Mm-hmm. D- well, <laughs> so the beginning of the One Minute Roundup is where Vince and I perform a Western-themed improv scene uh, to loosen or tighten the improv muscles, whatever is needed for the journey ahead. And it also brings us into the One Minute Roundup proper, which is where one of us, this time Vince, has to explain everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far in under a minute um that is the entirety of the original run of dragon ball 150 plus episodes where we're, we've covered 29 episodes of dragon ball z that's a that's a lot of territory and we do it uh, in case this is your first episode you don't have to be a dragon ball expert to understand the, the discussion ahead um maybe you haven't watched dragon ball in years don't 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 worry about it we're taking care of you this is a service to you the people. And Vince, are you ready to service they, the people? I will serve the people in three, two, one. So Dragon Ball is about seven max Dragon Balls. You collect them all, you make a wish. And the story focuses around Goku and his friends, and they go on in lots of adventures. When he's young, he goes on a bunch of adventures to, to stop Emperor Pilaf from using Dragon Balls for evil. He meets his friends Bulma, uh, Oolong, Puar, Yamcha, uh, Krillin, Master Roshi, who's a bit of a pervert, um, <clears throat> among others. He fights in three Tenkaichi tournaments. He comes in second to his master in disguise in the first one. He comes in second to Tien Shin Han, the Triclops, in the second one. And then he defeats Piccolo Jr. in the third one. Piccolo Jr., the son of King Piccolo, a demon who comes back from a rice cooker to try to take over the world in the first run of Dragon Ball. Then, five years later, after Goku defeats Piccolo Jr., he has a son and a family, his wife Chi-Chi, his son Gohan, his brother from uh, Space Mother Raditz, shows up on Earth. Goku fights Raditz, dies in the process, goes to Otherworld to train with King Kai for the two other Saiyans that were coming. Now Goku's back. He's beaten Nappa with the help of Vegeta, and now he's fighting Vegeta. Mmm. Very comprehensive. Oh, man. I think, I think some Doug ran on, r- rubbed off on us. I Look, I after last week, I realized that I needed to step my game <laughs> up quite a bit. So I've been training with uh, Popo and Kami, and I'm ready. You fought, you fought a doll version of yourself. I did. I fought a doll version of myself, and when I finished an improv scene, I just heard, and see. <laughs> I was like, this guy's all right. <laughs> hey, he's following the fun. <laughs> but th- yeah, thank you for that very good roundup. And if you want to try your hand at a one-minute roundup, please send them in to us, kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. Uh, last week, 
Doug from Almost Better Than Silence, a friend of the show, sent one in. It was wonderful. Um, but yeah, show you know, we want to be impressed by you. I guarantee y'all can do a better job than us. 100%. We just, we want to be blown away by our fans, uh, as we always are. Uh, and we're going to blow towards the next part of Kame Housekeeping, which is where I gently let you know that much like a summer breeze, <laughs> there are two different versions of it. Uh, of Dragon Ball. It checks out, I think. I think that analogy works. There are two different Don't. versions of a summer breeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Humid and dry? No. Yeah, 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 yep. There you go, see? There we go. You I don't know. know why that's cracking me up. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> so, I, I think I know why, because maybe it was kind of clumsy, but look, we there are two different versions of Dragon Ball. That's right, and many more. But Vince and I, we watched two different versions I watch the English subtitled version. Vince watches the English dub version. And we do this because we're bad at planning. We we made a goof em up. Uh, we watched two different versions for our first episode, unbeknownst to each other. But we're like, hey, we kind of, this is like that chocolate and peanut butter thing everyone keeps talking about. This is a this is a good mix because we get to compare and contrast the differences. Sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes they're frightening. Uh, but they're always interesting. And the first difference is usually the title. So Vince, will you please give your title for this episode of Dragon Ball Z? Of course. The English dub title of Dragon Ball Z Episode 30, Goku versus Vegeta. Yes. Part there there's there's a partial Yahtzee. <gasps> oh gosh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't heard of we haven't gotten close to a Yahtzee in years. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's been months, but yeah, you get some of that. My mind adds a little more commentary to it. Uh, So here we are. Episode 30 of Dragon Ball Z. The English subtitle title is A Hot Unbounded Battle. (laughs) Goku versus Vegeta. Oh, my. (laughs) Better have safe search on when you're looking for this one. Pop up that, yeah, battle. pop up that incognito window to listen to this episode. <laughs> it's Goku fighting Vegeta. That's pretty much it. And let's 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 get right into it. At the top of the show, as we know, Goku and Vegeta fly off to a to a separate area, a safe area where they can fight without hurting anyone. Krillin is desperately trying to get Gohan to follow and leave. Uh, Gohan really doesn't want to. He he's he doesn't want to leave his dad. But once Krillin's like, I'm sure your mom would be happy to see you. Then Gohan relents and heads towards the Kame house. I don't have too much on that. But the next scene where Vegeta offers uh, Goku a chance to join him after they've arrived mm-hmm. in this room. Wait, am I skipping something? No, I just got none of that. There was no, like, join me, Kakarot. Let's be bros now. Are you serious? I'm in a bro. I'm in the bro market. Like, legitimately, Vegeta is like, Kakarot, I'm giving you this this one chance to join me. Think of it. You could have anything you want. The universe would be ours. Um... He also like references the hunt a lot. I'm I'm like what? Yeah, he's like, join me on the hunt, Kakarot, and and like you and I will take the universe together. 
And to respond to that, Goku says, well, I've seen what you're like with your partners, and I don't like that kind of job security. hey <laughs> All that training with Kid Kai, Goku lands a serious yeah, blow to Vegeta yeah, yeah. right then and there. <laughs> what are you talking about? You have technically, technically, you have a job until you die. That what more could you ask for in job security? I don't know, Vegeta. Maybe a 401k, some health benefits for my family. Wow. Did you not get the... I emailed you the package here. Here's a physical copy. Sly. I'm going to <laughs> angrily toss it over. Great. <laughs> huh. This lettuce is white. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Oh, Vegeta, this food tastes awful. I don't want this. Or to join you. <laughs> how, do you how do you know what a 401k is but think paper is food? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Kid Kai talked a lot about that. <laughs> I sure did. Easy, Kid Kai. I got this. <laughs> Goku, you, you need to be... Honestly, maybe join him. <laughs> There's... Go, has Gohan... I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Has Gohan... And I'm, of course I'm talking to you psychically, as is my want. Um, has Gohan seen a doctor ever? What do you mean, Kid Kai? He's a healthy boy. He studies and he eats. <laughs> I mean, those are good things, and he is very powerful. But, like, you know, he needs... Did he get that, you know, measles, mumps, rubella shot? Measles, mumps, rubella. Who are they? Oh, are boy. they tough fighters? I'd love to train with them. In, in a sense. Oh, please tell me how many people they've defeated. <laughs> well, uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now and it's a lot. So you, okay, I think I know how to pitch this. A vaccine is like training against strong, invisible fighters. Oh, invisible fighters. Yeah, and kids need this special training, uh, especially right when they're born. But it's not too late. You can still give it to him. He can still train. So where, not, where, where can Gohan go to get trained by vaccine? Uh, a very special sensei called pediatrician. <laughs> Whoa, King Kai. <laughs> These fighters sound awesome. I can't wait for Gohan to train with vaccine and pediatrician, and then he can beat <sighs> measles, mumps, and rubella. Look, this, now I'm thinking maybe we can make some sort of pamphlet (laughs) to educate others. In 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 this manner, in this simple manner that even a Goku can understand. Hey, are you calling me dumb? Um, you're psychically breaking up. I gotta go. Ow, ow, my head. (laughs) Sorry about that, Vegeta. I've gotta go take my son to a new training partner, Vaccine, and pediatrician to make him even stronger than you. Actually, that's, you know what? That's super important. I'll, I'll totally wait for that. Oh, thanks. Go do that. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Uh, first of all, NC. NC, NC. We have a lot of fun on Kamehameha House Party, but... <laughs> I think that pamphlet might actually help some people understand. I, I, that's what I'm like, seriously, honestly, it's like vaccines are just training. Oh, yeah. Vaccines are sacred water. Mm-hmm. Training for your immune system. Get strong like Goku. And then it's a it's a fun picture of uh, uh, I'll say a Bulma mm-hmm. giving it. Yeah, we can give a little fan service for the dads. Oh yeah, and the mom, put her in a, and the, put her in a and lab the coat. You know, she take care of everybody. Goku's Be- wincing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like uh, well, hold on. Who would win? Who who's the coward that oh, couldn't take a shot in the group? Uh, it's got to be Piccolo. Piccolo's got to be like. 
a little nervous as Bulba mm. comes closer with the needle. I don't need this. I'm a plant. Just put some ladybugs on me. I'll be fine. <laughs> he thinks every he thinks everything that's wrong with him is aphids. <laughs> well, well, what else could it be? Play play some soothing jazz. I'll grow even stronger. Yeah, I mean that's I mean really when you think about it, him just meditating and floating in the air, that's just him photosynthesizing, right? Like, do you think Piccolo might have like a Superman level photosynthesis and like how Superman's power grows depending on the the color of the star that he's near? Right? He he becomes he is Superman because of the specific radiation. This is all makeup comic book stuff, but like because of the specific radiation of Earth's yellow sun. If he was in a galaxy with a red sun, he loses all of his superpowers. Ah, so he would lose to Goku. <laughs> if go, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Goku's like, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, with a with a red sun, or maybe if Goku just blew up the sun, maybe. Maybe right. I think mm-hmm. to win, Goku would blow up the sun if he had to. Yeah, he'd super blow up the sun. I don't even want to think about the <laughs> ramifications. Not just the whole heat thing and temperatures dropping to you know negative hundreds of degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. The, the gravitational, uh, any also the supernova that it would, uh, yeah, oh god, St- you know, baby steps, <laughs> baby steps, get Gohan vaccinated. Goofs aside, that is wild that I don't get. I, I swear, I do not get any of that. All Vegeta goes on about is that I think the first thing is, I see you've chosen this to be your grave site. There seems like there could have been a way for Vegeta to say that too. <laughs> in in this very extensive line of dialogue. I mean, he do, maybe this is what they took out. So Vegeta does go on to explain like, hey, you're super lucky to fight with me in elite class saying, by the way, here's how our horrible Spartan society works. Uh, every baby is examined at birth, given a ranking, and all the weak boys get sent off to planets that don't pose a threat. Quote, in other words, you were left behind. Ah, yeah. Why didn't they keep that in? So, he, oh, so, nah, huh. This is, this is wild. It, it's completely different. Was there a difference? Now I have to think. Uh, was there a difference between <laughs> oh, what no. Raditz pitched Goku when he first arrived? Like, did Raditz go into the whole Saiyan lineage and, like, how baby Saiyans are judged I don't think so, right? He did not. It was just like, hey, bro, I found you. One, you didn't do your chores. Right. Destroying Earth. Mm-hmm. Two, do your chores. Three, then you can hang out with me and my older friends. <laughs> older brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. We'll buy you Taco Bell. You can try a cigarette. Yeah. We'll let you. I know you won't like it. We'll let you steer the Saiyan pod. You can sit on my lap <laughs> and steer. <laughs> you can be player one for a bit, little bit. Uh, Napa will let you ride on his shoulders. <laughs> we'll introduce you to one of our female friends, and that'll be your awakening. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> older brothers. Or in my case, friends who had older brothers. <laughs> Living that only child life. But yeah, what a what a wild swing of a difference in, in these in these setups yeah because like i i feel like that 
would give Goku a little bit more motivation. Uh, like in that moment, you know, he has the proper motivation to fight Vegeta anyway. But like that would be, I don't know, a little little sprinkling of like, oh, he doesn't think I'm very strong. So I'm going to show him like, you know, how Goku tends to do. Well, that's I mean, that's the thing, right? It's Vegeta saying, hey, join me is essentially saying recognizing that Goku might be a worthy opponent. Where in mine, it's like, nah, you're trash. You're saying trash. Right. I mean, that's not right, mm-hmm. but correct. No, I understand. Yeah. That that seems more of the Vegeta that I was expecting in in this fight. That, then they just kind of get to it, right? They 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 strike the, the iconic poses, and they're off to the races. A lot of trading blows. You can tell they're feeling each other out. Uh, Goku remarks that, Vegeta's pretty good after, you know, taking a few hits. Uh, we see some flashes of the KO Ken times one. And I found this interesting. And maybe we'll revisit it in a little while, like in a few months. But in mind, after seeing the KO Ken and Vegeta managing to dodge and also like attack Goku while in that state, uh, Vegeta says that he's seen an attack like that before. So... That won't work. You better come correct to the Prince of All Saiyans. You know what I'm saying? Does he call himself the Prince of All Saiyans? He does a little bit later. He just says he's a super in mine. He just says that he is a super elite. He does not say, oh yeah, by the way, I run the planet. Um, but yeah, that's that whole fight exchange ends with Goku... Even after Kaioken times one saying, what a powerful bastard. <laughs> oh, I love that line. <laughs> oh, I got to use that a lot. <laughs> and yet, even though I'm in this kind of trouble, I'm starting to get excited. Ah, so that they did keep that in mind a little bit. They changed the dialogue a little. He says, as grim as things look, I kind of like the challenge. So I, I wrote down that like we get more glimpses into... Not not more, but another reveal that Goku kind of is underlying in every fight just to fight. Like, if there weren't stakes, he'd still be into it. Like, he wouldn't shy away from this if everybody was somehow safe. And even in doing so, every time we see Goku take on a, a super strong challenger, he tends to put his friends at risk to fight. <laughs> or the planet at risk to fight. Oh, Goku. When are you going to learn? We get a cut over to Kame House. Uh, the crystal ball is not working out. Uh, and Roshi explains, The force of their key is concealing them from even the spiritual powers of your crystal ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Checks out. Uh, I think that's when Bulma is like, Oh, I know. Because she's smart. She's got a solution. She, she grabs the scouter. And starts describing that there's, like, two huge power levels over there. And Chi-Chi says, only two, and faints. One, that's horrible for Chi-Chi. She's gone through so much today. Mm -hmm. Two, Bulma, look to your left. (laughs) Look slightly around. Yeah, if she just said panned, she would have seen the other two power levels (laughs) heading towards them. Yeah, that's, they should be, I'd imagine they're still close by. To each other. Right. Just go down the list. Uh, like, Palma, you jerk. Just give give the woman something to hold on to. Or was this intentional? Maybe it was. 
Uh, wait, was it intentional by Bulma? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, what, but but for what reason? I don't know. Like, what ulterior motive, ulterior motive does uh, Bulma have to not show that Krillin and a Gohan, Gohan might be safe? Cause she, cause she's a hot mess. That just loves drama. I that could be the simplest one. If we get into, uh, let's say, a soap opera style motivation, maybe Bulma's trying to play a long game that she's still in love with Goku after Yamcha dies. Well, yeah, he said it's like, well, on to choice two. Yeah, she's she's marking number two, and how she's gonna separate Goku from his family is by painting a narrative that Goku let. Chi-Chi's only son die, and then Goku gets left, you know, holding the bag. They get a messy divorce, and then who's there waiting to pick up the pieces? This girl, Bulma. With a rich shoulder to cry on. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. A rich shoulder to cry on, dragon radar to, to find dragon balls to then cry on. And also, she's got all the tech to, to for Goku to train on, to train away his family. <laughs> train away the pain. Exactly. Can you wish to reverse your divorce? <laughs> Is that within Shenlong's power? Yeah. Because that seems... <laughs> Because none of the, none of the wishes have been mind controlly, and that's kind of it, right? That, that would be that, mind controlly, yeah. Yeah, it's generally like, uh, Gary, I look, I know you went through a lot of trouble, but, uh, you know, this seems not cool. Listen, I did everything in the Ryan Reynolds playbook to get her back, but she won't. This is my only option, Shedlock. Oh. Please, get look, I've. Oh boy, you get you got you really got me by the tail here because I am bound by these rules. Um, okay, here's what I can do, I guess. So I can't, much like Genie, I can't make anyone fall in love with you or back in love with you. So I guess uh, I can just turn back time, like Cher. That that won't. I I love Cher. But that won't work, Shenlong. If we go back in time, how can I correct? She's already. Oh, oh. You could just could you know maybe do. Technically, you won't be divorced anymore. Technicality, no doubt. Boo over, Shenlong. You know what? I found the easier way. I'll just burn the the registrar's office, <laughs> and you technically I'll I'll destroy all the records. So technically, you won't be divorced. But you will be in the same situation that you're in. She still won't want to see you. And she's still, you know, keeping the kids from you. And the dog. Is that what you want? Uh, especially the dog. Oh, no. Have you seen those grams? Shedlong. He's loving life. That's all I do It's look at the grams. He's got a cute little scarf. Uh, and I thought it was stupid. And that's why we got divorced. <laughs> Wait, really? I said, you're not going to put a bow on a... On a boxer, the, the doggo looked dumb. Wait, I I think that might have been the you know, the the titular straw that broke the camel's back. I'm sure there are a lot of other underlying reasons that uh the the divorce came. Gary, what if, what if I give you the wisdom to understand uh, your past relationship, and that way you can move on? How about the, what about that? Will it give me my Netflix password? I'll 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 throw that in. I'll throw it into where she can't keep changing it. 
You got yourself a deal, Shenlong. All right. I'm, I'm wiping the gigantic bead of sweat from my head. Your wish is granted. Also, maybe therapy. I don't know. I'm just suggesting. Huh. The password to the Netflix is <laughs> Gary's a loser. <laughs> and see. Don't you can't yeah, don't wish away your problems. Right. But uh <laughs> is that a limitation of Shenlong? Like it makes sense, right? It, whatever is within his power cuz Shenlong cannot well, can't re-revive someone. Technically, he can uh, have you be con- take control of the world, right? That's true. So he can mind control people. But what does that mean? Or is it is it like he's not mind controlling everyone? It's more of like a I don't I don't know how that works. Here's, yeah, here's the is it just here's the deed to Earth? Maybe. <laughs> Sign here. Yeah. What we don't see is after these wishes, there's extensive paperwork. Uh, I would. Shenlong has a hard job. Thank God he's recently he's only encountered people who are like, make me young, give right. me panties. My it'd be cool if my friends were back to life. Right. Those are those are simple. There's like templates for those. They're usually mm-hmm. already pre filled out. Like he's there's, on top of that stuff. But when you throw yeah, him a curveball, it's like uh, there's this is unprecedented. If you're listening and and you're like chomping at the bit to yell at us because we don't know the rules and regulations of wishes that can and cannot be made on the Earth Dragon Balls, please send it in to us. Like, if you've got that info, send it in to us, hashtag KSP Research, because we don't do research on this show. It's part of what keeps it fresh. Yeah, can we reverse our divorces through through magical means? Let us know. Asking for friends that aren't yeah. us. <laughs> that are definitely not us. <laughs> so we're back at the fight, and... Vegeta's just like, all right, here's I I kind of wrote this down. I wrote it down in in my in a way that amused me where it's like I'm special. I'm a special boy cuz daddy said I'm special. So get ready. I'm going to do a special thing. And he starts to charge up. And the storm clouds come a rolling in. Oh yeah. There's electricity everywhere. Uh so much debris. I wouldn't even call it debris. I'd say genuine boulders. Mhm. Start floating up in the air, and he's charging up, and uh, commercial. Hey, take the survey. Yeah, Aaron said it at the top of the show. Uh, Please take the survey. It's going to help us uh, either make more macrame or less macrame. Um, Our our macrame futures are in your hands. This is true. Uh, I look. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know. Uh, influence your survey taking, but let's just say I've already got like a bunch of macrame gear shipped to me. Um, I've got thimbles on thimbles. You know what I'm talking about? I got designer thimbles, like Gucci thimbles for for the streams. I got oh so much yarn, Yar- yarns and dowel ra- dow rods. That's that's what I've got stacked up up to the ceiling. Because we're in the, we're in this macrame for the long haul, unless unless yeah. Unless we see that you all don't want uh, us to do all this macrame, and like it's fine, we'll 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 poof, it'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, I'll burn it. Yeah, 
Aaron and I haven't burned anything in a while, so why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Why not us? Um, please take the survey and thank and and to those who have taken the survey, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Because over here at Kame House Party, we care about what you think to an unhealthy degree. <laughs> it's consuming us every waking moment. So please take the survey. I refresh it every five minutes. <laughs> Thanks. And back to the show. Oh, the best part of this episode. So, Aaron, after we get back from commercial, we're watching <laughs> Cowboy Bebop or some other anime? We're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a bar. We're watching TV. The news is like, yeah, so, uh, um, so we kind of don't know what's going on. But we assembled a bunch of smarties and we're going to have a panel of what might be going on. So stay tuned because we can't stop talking because that's how news works now. Even if there's no news, we have to just keep saying stuff. Prescient. But also Uh, uh, keep watching. Thank you. (laughs) Diverged a little bit in mine. Uh, The news anchor is talking about how, look, we had a crew filming like all this footage and then due to technical difficulties outside of our control and all these superpowered beings, we we lost our ability to transmit. So we brought a panel of experts together who are discussing rules and regulations around superpowered beings. No. Yes. What? Yes. They hi- There's a council. The Superhero Registration Act? Yes, it's happening. And whose side are you on? <laughs> yeah. Are you with Tony Stark and Peter Parker? He was my friend. <laughs> he was he was my friend too, Tony. So was I. <laughs> That's the lie. Oh, I thought I thought you knew it. I, I, I... All right, let's take take two, take two. <clears throat> <clears throat> he was my friend. So was I. I am with. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta or Goku? I mean, if it's Vegeta and Goku, I'm with Goku. Right. Because I believe Goku would not register. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he hasn't registered for anything. So Goku doesn't vote. Is <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> uh, it, it, he would vote if you could vote with your fist. He doesn't pay taxes. Oh, God. <laughs> A true libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he lives off the grid. That's I mean, like. He homeschools his kid. Yeah, fuck. Oh, God, no. I don't... <laughs> we we uncovered an, an, unhel- the, the... an ugly truth about Goku in this episode. But enough of that, because we got to get back to this bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's for other podcasts yeah. to, to discuss. I don't think we're equipped. No, because that would require research, which yeah, yeah. we don't do. Mm-hmm. Just know that Goku loves freedom. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Just like a, a familiar Ooh. friend who's been hanging out at this bar... It's launch, everyone. Blonde-haired launch uh, is... What is, a sight I, for sore eyes. Uh, and, like, just down in the dumps. She believes that the world's going to end, so she's just going to drink and drink. She's on her 10th drink, mm-hmm. and this bartender's ready to cut her off until launch is like, I got money. Doesn't matter anyway. The world's going to end. It's all over. Look, she's lost the love of her life. His ghostly son she's lost we've lost launch 
I mean, speaking to that end, mine gets a little more specific. Oh, it's please. Not just, it's not just a general ennui about the destruction of the world. Because she's, which is honestly kind of rude to do to her character. She's been, she's been in these life or death situations where Goku has to fight a demon before. I think she's not upset about this. Here's what she's really upset about. Because in mine, she says, quote, Ten Shinhan is dead and all. I don't have any need for this money anymore. Oh, that is rad. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That is how that's how a launch reacts to to she doesn't care about the world ending. Her world had three eyes and a lot of muscles. <laughs> the world already is, ended. The world ended three episodes ago. Was that broadcast then? It had to have been, right? Oh no. Where was launch? Gosh. Where was she? Where was she when she heard the news? Why wasn't she invited to Kame House? Again, we need Launch needs to come back. Because Bulma's a drama loving. Because uh, <laughs> Bulma, Bulma, Bulma forgot to text her. Forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she said she was busy. <laughs> yeah. Really? She, she was busy? She didn't want to see Tien? I think they had a thing going on. No, she said she was, uh, you know, you know, Launch. She loves to rob. Uh, she loves to be prettier than me. So, you know, I, she just she was just busy. I think you're both beautiful, Bulma. But I... I Get away from me, old man. Oh, smack, smack, smack. Ow, ow, ow. You, are you sure you haven't trained before? You don't hit as hard as Launch. And she'd be a great ally to have right now. Why, why is everyone focused on Launch? What about me? I lost Yamcha. I don't know, Bulma. She also lost Tien, and they went on a lot. They were, you know, those three years that everybody was training. She was uh, at Tien and Chaozu's side the whole time. You weren't on the lookout with Yamcha while he was training. Yeah, la- I look, you you know what they did. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Master. I'm just going to imply it. They probably went further than you and Yamcha, because, look, Yamcha got a big mouth. Oh, I I heard. Oh, we all heard. Yeah, even me poor. Yeah, me ooh ooh la ooh. We'd have you know we have a boys' night. You know we're just talking about girls. Just you let you let them on. Yeah, Bulma. Uh, I was in one of those uh boys' nights, uh, touching my fingers together, like <laughs> like one does. Uh, and uh. Yeah, you seem to be leaving that Yamcha out, uh, you know, swinging at the plate. Baseball. Look, just because I said, I'll go out with you once you're rich, um, once you get your own place. He did both uh, of those things, Bulma. What, you think, how much do you think professional baseball players make? Like upwards of a million zenny contract? That's what the news said. Wait a minute, is that rich? Do you think a million zenny is money? Is a lot of money? Oh, oh, damn. That was cold, Bulma. How much, uh... Wait, how much is bread? <laughs> how much is a loaf of bread? Like, like, 6,000 zenny? Oh, oh, Bulma, that, that... That's ridiculous. I didn't realize you were so cut off from the common man. An animal person. This like, is, what? this is astonishing. Bulma, maybe you should be the one to leave. I'm texting Launch right now. Hey, baby. watch p- Fight watch party, my place. P- free booze, come on. Wink emoji, wink emoji. 
Remind, remind her that there's no cover. Oh, yeah. Also, no cover. If you know what parentheses, if you know what I mean. Master, take that out. All right. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. I sent it. Sheet launch is on our way. We're going to get her. We're going to get over here. Bulma, get the fuck out. Yeah, leave. Yeah, we're. This is. We're finally. The little man's finally sticking up against you one percenters, oink oink. <laughs> oink oink is right, Oolong. <laughs> That's the sound you make, because you're a capitalist pig. <laughs> Down with the bourgeoisie. Ah, <laughs> oh, Bobo, you're awfully quiet. Stunned by our sudden tenacity? Together we're strong. I, I, don't, I don't have anything to say, I guess. I just, I didn't think that, like, you guys would be so rude. I mean... I assumed that bread was 6,000 zenny, and I, look, I had brought about 250,000 zenny to pay for the fight, so I guess I'll just leave. Wait, wait, hold on. You sliding in front of the door like, Bulma, don't, this is just, you know, that's a ribbon. That's what friends do. Come sit. Yeah, we were only, we were only joking. I mean, how about a, how about a couple dozen pizzas, eh? What do you think about that? Bulma, why wouldn't you give Gohan some some money for his schooling, huh? You know, Chi-Chi, we're also technically kind of one percent too. Shh, quiet, Dad. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's how the rich get rich. Yeah, get free shit. I learned from watching you. Ah, uh, one of these days, you should just really pillage Capsule Corp, like I taught, like we used to do in the old days. Ah, uh, but I hung up my helmet with axe inside. Uh, I'm sure it still fits. Maybe Gohan can wear it. Oh, that'd be so cute. But he might be dead. Oh, faint. I uh, uh, caught. Nice catch, Ox King. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a lot of practice today. <laughs> my my grandson's dead. Oh, God. Oh. No matter how much money I steal from other people, that'll money can't buy that. I don't know. As a member, as you know, part of the Capsule Corp family, I've bought a lot of happiness. Hey, you know what, Bulma? You're right. Are we in agreement then? I can stay? Yes, you can stay. Just order those damn pizzas. 40 pizzas coming right up. Can you make one pineapple? No. And see. How, what a. <sighs> what a better scene we could have had. You think a better scene? I think we we I think there's a lot of subtext in that mm-hmm. and also overt text <laughs> in that scene sort of breaking. I think we got to some truth in Dragon Ball and also truth about society. Yeah, look, that's what all good improv does. It brings <laughs> out the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's comedy's job to educate and comment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on political and social issues. So that's the only reason we have it. And if you want the rest of our two-person TED Talk, you can subscribe. <laughs> just kidding. Because we have, there's, look, we're not done with that bar scene just yet. Uh, the bartender, he's getting, I tell me what he's thinking and what he's doing. He sees that bag of money. He's like, hey, if uh, you don't have a place to stay tonight, and like, I'm like, oh, what are you trying to do? Oh, my. Bartender. But I, it seemed, he was waggling his fingers. But he was waggling it over the sack of money. Yeah. He was definitely interested in the money. And in mine, since launch was like, well, the world's ending, so this money doesn't really matter anyway. 
uh, he's like, so if you don't want this <laughs> it's money, not backed by gold. What? <laughs> it's not backed by gold, so it's worth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't know that. But he's about to grab that sack of cash to cover Launch's tab, I guess. D- dare, dare I say he maybe maybe he wanted to do a a smash and grab? Ooh. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, whoa, <laughs> oh, whoa! That bartender, look, the bartender was cute, but I don't know if he was that cute. She'd break him in two. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> but we we'll never know because an earthquake hits the town. Uh, and then uh, they all run outside. Everyone's like, what's going on? Don't do, I don't know what to do in an earthquake. I'm not going to advise people what to do. I don't know whether this was the correct move or the false move. Don't come to us for earthquake advice. Yes, that's a disclaimer. Is what I'm saying. A retroactive disclaimer on every podcast. Yeah. And a future <laughs> disclaimer on every podcast going forward that we've ever done or will do. We are not earthquake experts. Do not take our advice on earthquakes. Um, but... Call it Ghost of Tsushima, because someone said crows to 100%. Yes! A reference to the stream. <laughs> I had that written in my notes. Very okay, large. Good, good. Yeah, crows I was 100%. also thinking about that. They're, yeah, crows, as far as the eye can see. They're <laughs> running away from Vegeta and Goku's fight. If you all need a uh, a less specific reference, uh, you can you can see uh, Hitchcock birds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any natural disasters where animals run away. Right. That's when you know it's really bad. I mean, let's get back to what they're running from. We have a very strong power-up and a very strong photosensitivity warning as Vegeta is getting buffer, getting stronger. Eyes rolling back into his head more. Yeah, they go blank in like that. It's over. Where's Vegeta? Oh, he's on the offensive. You've... He's he he's mortalizing Goku. Goku tries to do a Kaioken times two, and even that is not that's not good enough. Goku still gets nearly hit with an energy blast, like his his shirt gets ripped off. Oh yeah, we don't need to worry about that because there's there's a third person here. Ooh, there's an X factor lurking about. Who is it? Who could it be? Ah, uh, who? It's none other than Yajirobe watching. From the shadows. Who can it be now? Yajirobe. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yajirobe. You know what? That song never tells you who it could be. <laughs> it was and all. You know what? It was all alluding to that it was Yajirobe. <laughs> I'm like, song. If you're gonna present me with questions, you got to present me with some answers. Mm-hmm. If Yajirobe wrote that song, Aaron, it'd go something a little bit like. <laughs> <clears throat> Who has the beads now? I I told you I'm out. Who has the beads now? You ate them all. Who has the beads now? You gotta wait an entire season for a new batch. Corin has the beads. Zero beat, negative beads. Come on, Corin, give us the beads. You've eaten the seed. You've eaten the seeds, which are technically what beans are. I've eaten the beads now. Yeah, there. Hey, now that—that's a song I can agree on. Eating the beads now. Mm-hmm. Any other lyrics you want to throw out? Don't know them anyhow. <laughs> I love karaoke, but uh, can you just read the screen <laughs> and stop using it as like some sort of passive-aggressive way to get me to make more beans? Corin is growing mean now. I—I'd say I'm firm. I don't know about mean. I'm straightforward, a straight shooter. 
I am a meme now. I don't think so. Look, Charlie Sheen, how? All right, I'm leaving. I'm walking out the booth. Closing the door. Forgot the screen, Al. Oh, he's he's gone. Did I never got any more beans? Hmm. Maybe the singing thing could work out. There aren't any press around. No one too impressed. Open the door back up. Yeah, Jerobi, I forgot. I forgot my wallet. I'm just coming in to grab it real quick. Stretch out with my cane. Bringing it towards me. Scooching it. I'm going to scream now. Uh, Okay, I knew. All right, goodbye. Ah, Go back. Lock. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm locked in. I hate escape rooms. (laughs) That's right. It's... All the it's the scabioki. Hey, 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 it's me, Cord. I'm speaking to you through the speaker thing. If you notice, all the the wallpaper drops. Poof. Huh. The microphone disappears from <laughs> your hand. Huh. It's an escape room. Gotcha. Oh no. And I don't give hints. This is a this is hardcore more mode. Well, there's nobody more hardcore than me, Yajirobi. The only clue I see is one plus one equals. Uh, oh, I know. Chalk. Chalk. Uh, uh, for carry the four. And carry the four? <laughs> and, uh, what, what is... Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, wait, that's the classifications of animals. Log to the second power. And finally I carry the two and uh, it's beans. I drew a large bean. Again, I can't give hints, but I can't tell you you're super wrong. There's nothing being related. What do you mean? I've broken my own rule. Oh, well, I guess I'll just have to be stuck here and I can't help Goku out, Wig. Damn it. Just one hint. There's a key. There is a key. The key was friendship. You can open the door anytime. (laughs) So we are friends. I knew it. I I just made... The, the locking click sound, I made that with my mouth. Oh. The door wasn't actually locked. Oh, wait. The, the, so Mind freak. Oh, my goodness. Corn angel mind freak. <laughs> go, Please go help Goku. You he, got he it. Needs it. Right after I eat. You're just, you're tearing up the couch. Like some sort of mastiff. It's, uh. This couch is made out of uh, bean cushions. It's not. Just let me there have this. It. Just let me have it. Come on. All right. Mind freak, it's full of beans. There. Oh, now I'm too full to help Goku. Oh. Damn it. And, and see. Do you think if either of us had been to an escape room, that might have been a different scene? A hundred percent. I have not gone, and I don't want to go. Nor shall I. Hey, you know what's fun? A group project. (laughs) Everyone enjoys those. Oh, man. You ever want to play a a point-and-click adventure in real life? Oh, wait, Uh, that is real uh, life. Don't do that. Yeah, I think that is the best way to describe it. Some people are going to be really into that, and some people are not. I'll play a walking simulator, and I'll also go for a walk. I, I don't want to play puzzle games than go into a puzzle room necessarily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially because it's not just you figuring it out. It's you 
and maybe three to five friends, all in varying stages of where, whether or not they want to do that or not it, communicate. Uh, it, I've heard horror. It sounds horrible. It doesn't it's sound all, fun. It's all I'm saying. doesn't sound fun. Do you want to know what uh, Vegeta calls himself? Oh, please. As, as he's bragging about how much stronger he is than Kakarot. Hit me. I was the number one most powerful man, even among the Saiyans. <laughs> well, I mean, you definitely were like number eight in terms of naming yourself. <laughs> <laughs> number one most powerful man voted by Saiyan Q Magazine. <laughs> 2016 cover. Say close second. Say in Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Always underrated. Mm-hmm. Say in Idris Elba. He was three. He'll he'll get there. He'll get there eventually. I also was uh Say in Time magazine's cover 2017. Who who's saying? Prince? Question mark. I'm on. Look, I'm in. I'm in every magazine because I decreed it. So is what I'm saying. To have that kind of great say in power over the media. <laughs> that's yeah. That's unrealistic. Uh, that, that would that would never happen. That would never ever happen. What a, I I hope this is just a weird mistranslation. But to call it number one most powerful man. I mean, I, I've definitely seen that in a subheadline on a men's health magazine when describing the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Number one most powerful man and eight ways you can eat like him. Muscle guy, best dude. <laughs> Beefcake, awesome guy. There's a, there's a running gag in a, in a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode where it's like a large dude and it's a very bad sci-fi movie. But as he's running around, they're just giving him dumb names like... Chet Rock Chest. <laughs> Chest McLarge Hughes. Beef Grimrock. Beef Grimrock. And that's, that's what this feels like. Beef Grimrock seems like a transformer that never got <laughs> like it's a it's a, a huge steer with like those long horns. Oh, I was gonna say it's our food line of uh oh. <laughs> Remember when McDonald's had the transforming food items? Yes, I toys? do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. That burger trend. yeah. So Goku, after hearing that dumb title, is like, uh, he's right. With a title like that, I got I to gotta power up more. So he's like, fuck it. I know I'm not supposed to, but uh, hey, it's me, Goku. Libertarian as hell. <laughs> KO Ken times three. And then we learn that uh, King Kai had told Goku. I don't know why we didn't see this in lesson number one. I got this a little bit last week, I think, or the week before. Really? I, I thought we talked about it where King Kai's like, no, go, go look, it's, it's going to ruin your bod. Don't well, go above times two. Oh, see, I don't think I got don't go above times two. I just got be careful. What does that mean? I don't know. That's what I'm frustrated because this seems like this would be lesson number one is don't go above times two. Well, well, that would remember that scene in the first Mission Impossible where he's hanging from the wires like, all right, Tom Cruise, you can't get above this decibel level or the alarms will go off or your toast and he keeps saying toast toast and you see the uh the levels bounce up and down right so that's a tense scene because you know there's a numerical value at you as the audience like if it hits that mm-hmm. then he's he's boned 
And that's why you need to say, hey, don't go above two, because when he says, I'm going to go to three, you're like, oh, shit, that's a number above two. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, he's going three. Cool. I'm assuming this technique, it's already a dangerous technique. So him going three is a little slightly more dangerous. But then, like, they cut to King Kai's planet, and he's, like, super worried uh, that Goku's going to die. And even, like, after that, we get a cut back to Kame House. Now, Bulma is playing radio news host uh, by watching the scouter to see how the power levels are growing and is reporting back to everybody. And she's like, Goku's power level is increasing so quickly that he's going to explode. Wow. How does she know that? (laughs) I don't know. There's so many weird changes in this episode um, amongst the episodes. Because she's just sort of doing the, she's just counting off. It's like 19,000, 20,000, 21,000. And then the scouter blows up. But yeah, how, if if your case is the case, how, how do you know you're going to explode at a certain power level? Maybe Bulma can intuit like how energy matter transfer works. And it was like, oh my goodness, if his energy is transferring into this much and he's only got this much matter. Oh my goodness. But I don't think that's the case. I think she's making a a wild leap in front of the man's wife. Again, she's trying to cut him off. She's she's setting up the narrative that Goku exploded just like the scouter and that he's free. Oh, no, Goku exploded. Ah. He's not not at Capsule Corp and I didn't wipe his memory. No. No. I haven't been working on this after I figured out that Yamcha was going to die. I didn't, you know, I didn't plan on you know, taking the strongest man on earth, you know, and you can keep the, his kid, I guess, if the kid's yeah, alive. Yeah, oh, I definitely don't want that kid. Yeah. <laughs> There's no room at my palatial estate in the middle of West City. Well, like, I like kids with, you know, nice colored hair, like, I don't know, a blue, or I'd take a purple, I guess. Yeah, no, you, you keep the kid. Balma, we see you. This is what this episode is about. We haven't forgotten. <laughs> we understand fate of the world. There are more pressing issues, but but those issues are about to be solved, and we can refocus our efforts back on making sure everyone knows you're a not good person. <laughs> well said, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Number, I mean, dare I say, number one most not good woman. <laughs> well, you know who might end up taking the moniker of number one good boy son could be Gohan. Because uh, we get Ooh. a cut to Gohan stopping mid-flight to Krillin's chagrin, turning and and recognizing that something's different about his dad's power and how it's growing, and he's a little worried. He's got he's he's a little bit like uh, I should go back, but we don't see that action take place because instead we we cut back to Goku charging up. And beefing up, if I may say so myself, um, to that level three KO Ken and charging Vegeta in. I, and I thought we were going to get this like charge punch in this episode, but we we're, we have to wait, Aaron. We get the 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 watercolor stills of mm-hmm. and a, a stunned Vegeta and a determined Goku going right back into the battle. Vegeta actually looks scared. Right. He's like, Rutro. I don't know about this one, Scoob. Now that is the guest episode of Scooby Doo I've been waiting for. Vegeta Vegeta and the Globetrotters. Yeah. 
Because they got to that point where they were like, it's Alex Trebek and the Globetrotters on this week's episode of Scooby-Doo. His Saiyan pod crashed, and he's looking for a power source, but it's in that spooky mansion. <laughs> you meddling kids, why don't you help me go in there? I'm not, I'm not scared. Like Vegeta, would you, would you go in there if we gave you a Scooby snack? Uh, I don't know. I maybe would do it for three Scooby snacks. You drive a hard bargain, but here you go. <laughs> you have to you have to swallow them like a duck, though. I'm going to toss them to you. You got to open your mouth super uh, wide. Um, mm-hmm. And we see the shape of it go down your th- the outline of it in your throat as it goes down. That's the only way to eat them. Oh, I'm hearing trumpet noises in my head giving me bravery. Mm-hmm. I'm going to close my eyes and charge right through the door. Oh, no, he used an energy blast to do it. Oh, well, there's the monster. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. What's left of him? Oh, my arm. My arm. I just wanted to keep property values low. (laughs) I was just trying to stop a Starbucks from coming in here. Ah, there's my powers. There's the power source. Oop. All right. Bye, kids. Thanks for the snack. Also, uh, Gallic gun. <laughs> Shaggy? Velma? Freddy? Daphne? No! Scooby-Doo not like seeing dead bodies! <laughs> do you mean no or do you mean roll? <laughs> And this is when Scooby started training to become a god of destruction to take Vegeta mm-hmm. on. Oh, oh, Shaggy. Oh, yeah, right. sorry. If we're, if we're going with the memes, if yeah, we're, Shaggy If we're going lives. with the memes, then only Shaggy can survive. Mm-hmm. Well, he, it, it, it unlocked his potential. It unlo- yes, it, it unlocked his latent stoner potential. <laughs> he, he, he unlocked Ultra Instinct that day. So this is the power of Ultra Instinct? <laughs> Look, Vegeta, this one's... For Scoob <laughs> and the rest, I won't name them. That should be the real ending of the Scoob movie that just came out. <laughs> Everyone's dead except Shaggy. <laughs> Everyone's dead except Shaggy. That he trains with Weiss. Goes to the Weiss. Don't Bogart that pudding. <laughs> oh, see that—that's the reason he becomes the perfect oh. rival for Lord Beerus and Weiss because he loves eating just as much as them. I know. That's if anything, we learned that eating makes you more powerful. This is true. That's I mean, I don't know how real that's gonna apply in real life. I mean I, it applies to a certain degree. Look at The Rock's cheat days and tell me uh, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a point of diminishing returns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when well it comes said. to eating. But you know what has no diminishing returns, Aaron? Listener emails. Uh, so Nick, master researcher Nick writes to us. They write, first, I need to owe up to a bit of faux pas on my end. Apparently, the idea about saying hair not growing comes from this panel. And there's a manga panel where it's Vegeta saying, Pierre blooded Saiyans have thankfully been spared the grotesquerie of hair growth. Huh. Which, let's be honest, is just there to explain why Trunk's hair grew in the hyperbolic time chamber. And Vegeta's and did Vegeta's it. did not. Ah. I guess that would also explain why Gohan's hair grew and Goku's didn't. 
Saiyans have a preset hairdo, which means it'll grow back if you cut it, but you don't get alternate hairstyles. So why bother? I see. I see. Oh, man, that's rough. I mean, yeah, the, that's the oh. life of a Saiyan is already hard. And then the fact that you can't get a haircut. So you're born. I, get, I mean, you are born with your hairstyle. This is true. At the same time, Vegeta. <clears throat> dog. You, you, I, I won't, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out and live and say you might have lost that lottery. I think so. For hairstyles. Right. Forehead to hairstyles. Yeah, forehead to hairstyles. Yeah, he loses that battle 10 out of yeah. 10. You think you would have been given some like nice bangs, perhaps? Mm hmm. Look, Bardock's family won out, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that classic Bardock hairstyle passed down to two sons, and then he got like, uh, then Raditz got that mane of hair. So, yeah, that's true. Rad, like Raditz just Raditz was born to rock. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he missed his calling. What was your when you were born, Aaron? Uh, w- were you born with a head of a uh, full head of hair? I'm trying to. I had some. For sure. I don't think it was full, but I believe I was not a complete baldo. Mm. What's your story, baby? I, I had hair when I was born, and uh, one of the earliest baby pictures of me that was hanging up in my parents' home was like me in a little blue onesie with the highest high top fade you've ever seen. Ooh. I was, I was like, oh, why can't I do that anymore? Oh, very nice. It's very cool. Oh, I need to see this. Nick continues with a second to ease the pain of the loss of Nappa, which we are still suffering from. Every day. Uh, Masako X has also done a series about what if Nappa turned good? As of this writing, it stands at 17 parts right at the eve of the Tournament of Power. So, hey, if you got time. I might have to. Because that's what I want to know. But... Is that research? I don't know. It's 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 fan, it's fan fiction research. No, because it's fiction. All right. It's like somebody telling me a fun fun story. Then what's a book report? Huh? <laughs> then what's a book report? Huh? It's a joke. <laughs> Cliff notes all day, baby. <laughs> it's busy work. <laughs> yeah, it's literal busy work. Lastly, the fight with Vegeta and Nappa takes place in age seven sixty two. Yamcha was born in age seven thirty three when he's 29, and Sano was born in age 740. So a bit of a stretch, but hey, it's not like Yamcha's already met Sano when she was a child, so it wouldn't be as weird. I've I've dated people. I, I, I've been in larger age gaps, so. Hey, then we what, we, what we discussed is plausible, and maybe mm-hmm. uh, once this podcast grows large enough and we can dictate what, what anime gets made and what doesn't, then uh, that'll be that'll be like number two on what we have to green light. We've got a couple other things yeah. in the hopper. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Nick, again, thank you as always for your wonderful research. Yes, thank you, Nick. Uh, we appreciate it. And I hope everyone out there appreciates it. Uh, Chris writes to us. Power artist Chris. It's true. Gave us our lovely, lovely uh, fan art. And... Also identifying, I don't know. I don't know what it's called when you put it on the YouTubes, when you put it on your banners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he writes, "Hey guys, I wanted to share a theory that has been brewing in my noggin for some time. One based on the question you have brought up time and again on the show: Why is the Earth of Dragon Ball the way it is, with the zany and sometimes terrifying differences between our own Earth? Is this weird matchup of timelines, aesthetics, and technologies?" 
Without giving the route of Toriyama thought it would look cool or funny, here is my in-fiction theory. Kami created the Dragon Balls 300 years before the current timeline to give the people of Earth hope and miracles after the terror of King Piccolo. So the Earth had had just under 300 years for wishes to occur from people who have gone and scoured the globe to make wishes that, let's be fair, based on previous examples, may have been pretty odd or even petty. Some dude wished dinosaurs were still around. <laughs> Boom. Wish granted. <laughs> Some little girl wished for animal people. Your wish is granted. Some weirdo wished for the continents to be a single landmass, and the list goes on and on. The dragon's wishes are pretty god-tier. Who's to say that the Earth of Dragon Ball wasn't once very similar to our own, but now just the product of apocalyptic levels of wish grantings, made, unmade, and remade in cycles, would people realize the changes that had happened? This has been your existential theory for the day. Keep fighting, Chris. Whoa, that is... I love it. Uh, oh, is, hell yes. yeah. Keep fighting on that. Thank you, Chris. But, Ooh. I mean... We got that button. We got that big old beautiful button. All right. I'm going to say that until... And we all know canon can... Hey, if DC and Marvel can change canon, so can we. Yeah. But until further notice, Dragon Ball Earth is the way it is because of the myriad of wishes. And that, my friends and fellows, is canon... Not Nick Cannon. It's true. It's true. Wishes are horrible. <laughs> wishes, wishes are dystopian by precedent. <laughs> but also, 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 Cannon Gary still divorced. Like, that means Gary is still divorced. Super divorced. Uh, I dare say it, this divorce has gone super safe. This divorce is over nine thousand uh, in over, alimony. In Oof. Oh oof, gosh! Oof, oof. But like that is such a, that's such a. It, I don't know why it has taken someone so long to give us that because it it makes so much sense. And if we if we apply that to our own Earth, yeah. If there were seven things that some idiot <laughs> could find and wish for something that only that honestly only either large groups of people or super rich individuals could actually go find, right? Oh, boy. Oh, nuts. The first wish would have been, I wish that Jurassic Park was real. That would have been wish number one. Oh, I thought you were going to say, get rid of all labor laws. So- <laughs> in, the, in the year 20XX, free time is illegal. Oh, my gosh. Looks like Jeff Bezos found those Dragon Balls then. Hello! <laughs> Look, dra- oh, yeah. Dinosaurs coming back. Every, Of course everyone can fly. Yeah. Somebody would wish for flying cars or, like, everything can fly. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Animal people. I don't know if it's a little girl that wished for it. I think it's a, mm-hmm. These it's a certain group of young people. <laughs> so let's just say they're too old to be on TikTok, too young to be on <laughs> Facebook. They love Tumblr. <laughs> and DeviantArt. But that is with, that is, Shenlong cannot bring that back. <laughs> Yeah, it's beyond Shenlong's power to bring back Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr's uh, just in other world. <laughs> everyone, we, we have a few more, but we'll save it for next time. Uh, everyone who writes to us, thank you so much. Uh, we truly, truly appreciate it. And if you want to talk to us, you can do so by writing to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. We're on all the three social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can talk to us there, Kame House Party. 
if you want more of us, you can go on down to twitch.tv slash Party. Every Thursday night around 8 p.m., we are streaming uh, usually a new game every week. You can watch the clip. You can watch the clip there so you know what crows to 100% means. Yes. And, and be in on the inside gag. Uh, this week we are, I don't know. We're doing something. We're doing something. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely know a little bit after <laughs> this episode releases. And like Aaron said, thank you all so much for your contributions to the show. Uh, and if you don't want to like write in or interact on social media, our survey is a great anonymous way to give us your feedback or tell us what you want us to do if you want us to keep macrameing like we have been or or you know if you have other ideas we'd love to hear them again the survey is linked in the show notes and no matter if you're fighting the number one most powerful big guy or the <laughs> or trying to destroy a marriage from the outside in <laughs> you gotta Key.